Welcome on in. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you. Reacting to a, 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 a beautiful, great, perfect Phil's comeback win on deadline day. We will get into everything that transpired today. A busy day for Phillies baseball. Um, and, a, and a busy, busy day all around. But ultimately, the Phil's. They battle, they scratch, they claw, uh, and they're able to come out with an important, important victory tonight down in Miami. Welcome on in. 215-592-9494. If you want to react to, to the game, trade deadline, all that stuff, all on the table. And again, we will get to it all here on the final. Now, let's get to the biggest takeaway of the game. Brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. And my biggest takeaway of the game is they stole one tonight. Simply put, they stole one. Uh, Sandy Alcantara was great. It, it's it's one of those games where I'm sitting here. They're not scoring any runs. They're not really outside of early in the game and some missed opportunities. I mean, Sandy Alcantara is one of those aces where, I mean, usually one of those aces. He's got a bad start to the season uh, and, and recently he started to turn this whole thing around. But in a traditional sense, he's one of those starters that you better get too early because if you don't, they'll settle in and they'll get in a roll. And exactly what happened tonight to Sandy Alcantara. He got on a roll, and, and the Phils were, were, were not putting together uh, their best effort offensively. But he got pulled, and, and they were able to, to come back late. And, you know, they did some uh, some good defensive things. Ranger was pretty good. He allowed uh, a ton of base hits tonight. But like Rob Thompson just said, only one extra base hit. Uh, he was at like 58 pitches in the in the seventh inning, so had had a good pitch count. Rolled some double plays. I thought his changeup looked better tonight. I was, I'm still concerned about Ranger. Like I'm not in the camp of like bang, he's back. Like I, I think Zach Wheeler's back to being the Zach Wheeler that we've seen the last couple of years. Uh, like stuff zipping again. He's going deep into games, carrying velocity. I, I, I'm in on Zach Wheeler. Ranger, I thought tonight was a a step in the right direction. But I'm still not uh, at the point where it's like, okay, he is 100% uh, going to be back. So Ranger battled, kept it a close game. Um, he, he goes out there, gets into some trouble, walks Jacob Stallings. They bring in Junior Marte. Junior Marte <laughs> gets himself into some self-imposed trouble and, and then is able to work out of it. I mean, they kind of just dodged and, and weaved their way uh, around some some potential trouble tonight. Uh, Gregory Soto was really good, and then Sir Anthony at the end, that was the best Sir Anthony has looked in, in quite a while, and, and definitely the best he's looked since coming back. And, and the big hope off of that is that he can just get this thing into a, a bit of a roll. But Phil stole one tonight. That's, that's, that's my big takeaway. I can't say the offense was unbelievable, but I can say they battled. And there is 100% an emotional lift when they pulled Sandy Alcantara from that game. I, I don't know how to explain it to you, but when, when you're in the dugout and and a, an opposing team pulls a guy that's rolling, you could bring in Mariano Rivera. And, and I think you're going to feel, well, maybe Mariano Rivera is a bit of a reach, but you get my point. Like, you could bring in whoever, and I think you get a good kind of feel of like, okay, bang, we can win this ball game. Unfortunately... It had to be David Robertson on the uh, on the on the opposing end of that one tonight. He earned his NL championship ring, though. So uh, shout out to D. Robin and shout out to the streaker. I think the streaker is is someone that's not going to get enough credit for this Phil's win tonight. Streaker comes off the field, 
it's a long one because apparently they don't have enough uh, they don't have enough security guards down in Miami. This guy's just running all over the field. He eventually gets away. He gets away, and, and you have David Robertson on the mound after being all warmed up. All of a sudden, has to just wait around for two minutes. Shout out to the streaker. I like to think he's a Phils fan. Not sure, uh, but still got the job done tonight. Um, and Bryce Harper in big moments. It, it, he is not where you'd like him to be from a power department standpoint. I heard Kevin Stocker mention this. He pulled that ball early. It was the first time I've seen him like really pull a ball and look to like untorque on it, which I thought was. Uh, an, an important sign and hopefully something to where he's like, all right, I can let this thing loose. I'm not going to hurt myself. And they can start getting some of that power back. But I thought this was interesting. Bryce, again, big moment tonight. In in late and close situations, which is seventh inning on um, and tie game down by one, down by two. And I think that's it. However, baseball reference defines late and close situations. Bryce Harper is batting 431 with a 500 slugging percentage, uh, or no, with a 500 on base percentage and a 608 slugging percentage. So, um, getting the job done in big moments does it again tonight, and, it, and it's 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 so it's cool to see him just slow down in the moment because you can just see it happening. You can see him just kind of calm down, and and when he kind of gives away at bats early in the game, that's you know, it's kind of annoying when you know that he has that capability in him. But, I mean, stars rise up in the biggest moments, and, and those numbers lend itself to to that. And, and, and Nick Castellanos, thank God. <laughs> like, I, I hope that that was a, that was a exhale, uh, monkey off the back. Like, y- you're, you were, he was mired. I mean, he was mired in, I believe, an 11 for 92 streak at the plate. I mean, that's a long, long slump and, and just not a lot of hard contact. And being able to hit that ball out, big moment, you know, take the pressure off a little bit, and let's just go on a run again. I mean, Nick Castellanos is really, really good in the first half, and especially with the, the deadline the Phillies had today, and, and we'll get into that more. They're going to need Castellanos, and – I was frankly very, very concerned we were going to get a, a useful version of Nick Castellanos for the rest of the year. I thought tonight they made some swing tra- changes on the day off. He looked more vertical and uh, just looked like he was able to get some more pitches. But regardless, uh, you know, hopefully that's something that can just springboard him into a, a good little Castellanos run and and get his get back up to like 280 and 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 start you know driving the ball out of the ballpark, but. Man, just a a big home run in a big spot, and I thought tonight was two straight games where they've they've played pretty crisp baseball since the Rob Thompson players only meeting speech. Um, some good defense, obviously the start uh, to to Garrett Stubbs play. We'll, we'll get into that, but uh, overall, biggest takeaway of the game is that they stole a game tonight and they battled. The biggest takeaway of the game is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury firm. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. A couple other things I want to run through before we go to the phones. Kyle Schwarber, he, he is not, you know, he had a single tonight. He's not really hitting the ball at the ballpark. But, 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 he has walked 18 times in his last 11 games. He is getting on base a ton. He is working good at bats. And hopefully as he continues on this good streak of working good at bats, 
He gets pitches to launch on, and he doesn't miss them. But when you're talking about a tone setter, you're talking about a leadoff hitter, getting on base does matter. You have more uh, ducks in the pond. And being able to lead off the nine tonight with a, a long at bat after the streakers on the field and getting Jake Cave in there for a, for a, you know, a, a faster base runner, the more base runners you have, the more likely you are to score runs. And, if, and I talked about this last night. If they're not going to hit the ball to the ballpark, at least if they have more runners on base, then eventually they're going to break through and score some. So 11 walks or 18 walks in 11 games is a good run for Kyle Schwarber. Um, and and my final point here, I, I think a lot of people sometimes mock vibes and 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 camaraderie and a team and and you know fighting and and how they talk about each other. I thought with Nick Cat like I got legitimate chills listening to Nick Cassianos in his post game interview. I mean, this is a guy who, again, mired in a really long slump after making the All-Star team after everything he went through last year. Um, we can get fr- I, we all get frustrated with players. It's, it's, it's normal. It's fine to get frustrated with players. But I just thought that this answer, you know, I, I didn't expect leader Castellanos. I didn't expect him to kind of develop into this guy. But you saw the, the dugout reaction to him. You saw... How happy Marsh! I know they do this after every win, but they, they seemed extra giddy to like dump him with water and stuff. Um, that clubhouse love, loves Nick Castellanos, and I really like this is a, a special answer from him. Here is Nick Castellanos post game talking to uh, T Mac and Rube on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Look, I know it, sometimes baseball doesn't go uh, the Phillies way and, and everybody gets mad at us, but you're not going to find a, a group of guys that care more and want to win for each other than the guys that we have uh, in this dugout. What and, was uh, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no so go ahead. And, and I mean, and at the end of the day, that's the only thing I was going to say that, that matters the most, you know, because not every dugout is, is like this one. And I think that matters. And when, when a guy who's been around for as long as, as Nick Castellanos – has been, and he says, there's not many locker rooms like this one. I, I take that into consideration, and it is a special locker room, and I like that they, they stuck together, and I like that the response from the Thompson speech was like, we deserve that, rather than like, eye rolls or relax, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll. These guys care, and it, we talk about like the Sixers and how it seems like they don't care. This Phillies team cares, and I really liked that answer from Nick Cassianos. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Nick is in Chester County. He'll lead us off tonight. What's happening, Nick? Jack, this is the weirdest Phillies team I've seen in my entire life. It's not even yeah. close. I've, I've, never seen, I've never seen a team um, be able to just, like, like, collectively take a nap for eight innings offensively and then – just wake up in the ninth and rely on good pitching and score runs and win, but it's cool. We're all good. Um, first of all, bad job by NBC Sports Philadelphia not showing the stat relay. They were too busy showing that guy round third. That was an, um, that was the best throw I've seen Stott make, and I honestly didn't really even know he had that in his arms. That was a rocket. So yeah, that was so, very I mean, good and, and uh, I actually thought that Garrett Stubbs, I thought he sold Jacob Stalins not to, not to slide. Uh, he kind of set him up and baited him into not sliding. And if, and if yeah. he slides there, he's 100% safe. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I have I have one point, and then I have a, a question I'd like your thoughts on. But okay. my point is, with uh, with Sir Anthony Dominguez, I, 
I'm not going to lie to you. He's like kind of my favorite Philly when he's right, just because I think he's so incredibly fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think he has a closer's mentality. And I think you sort of saw that tonight. And obviously you saw that throughout the postseason last year. And like that spot that they put him in in Pittsburgh, like that's just not what he is to me. And I'm not sure what it is. You could probably explain it better than I could, the whole pitcher's mentality and, you know, when you're – what spots you're comfortable in and what spots you aren't. It's all weird. Baseball players are weird. But, like, with him, I feel like I feel like he just – like, there's something about the ninth inning with him that I think he just – like, that's where he belongs, I feel like. And obviously, like, you know, Kimbrell's your closer and you're not going to change that. But I, I just feel like that's what Sir Anthony is. And if Cotham can, you know, try to turn him into – like an eighth inning bridge guy for this year because you have Kimbrell in that spot and you're not going to change that. Like I said, then that'd be great. But like I hope he's only 28. I think pitchers obviously, you know, can go a long time. So I hope Sir Anthony is a Philly for a long time because he's he's just a, a joy to watch when he's right. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because I'm trying to think um, if they've ever just. I mean, there's been times where they just kind of set him there and forgotten it. They, they. I mean, even when he first came up, they won him in that fireman role. And I mean, even I mean, last year in that in the in the Cardinals game in Game Two, he. I mean, he does flash in in definitely the the fireman kind of roles, and in the seventh eighth, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting what they do with him because obviously this year it's Kimbrel one hundred percent. But yeah, going forward, I, I I don't know what they do with Sir Anthony. Because I agree with you, I think he kind of lives for those moments. And then, listen, him him putting the night night celebration on the Braves last year is definitely sticking out to me. Um, but I, I just I think he has more value being able to pitch seventh eighth, and then if he needs to close out a game in the ninth, rather than kind of just sticking him in the ninth and and not using his value all throughout. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. Um, as the question I wanted to ask you though, and then I'll I'll let you go off on it. The Lorenzen trade, obviously Dombrowski talked earlier today about how they're going to do the six-man six man rotation thing. Like, I understand why, obviously, it's you're trying to get your arms more rest. But, like, I don't really agree with it just because, like, I feel like we're still in a position where we should be worried about making the playoffs and you want your best arms out there to do that. And, like, when the notification came in and, you know, with the Lorenzen trade and everything, I was like, okay, so he's the fifth starter now. He's had a good year, and you move Sanchez to the bullpen to be sort of like a an extra strom sort of like that kind of role, which I think he could do. So that was why I kind of I was I was I was excited about it just because I thought it would sort of um, add another layer to the bullpen because I I feel like Sanchez could you know Cotham could kind of mold him into that role, and I feel like he'd be effective. But the the six man rotation thing, I was just. I wasn't sure about it, and I was curious on your thoughts. Yeah, and, and I appreciate the call, Nick. And I'll get further into the deadline uh, coming up on the other side. I have some thoughts on, on everything that went down today, including what Nick said about going to the six-man rotation. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. We'll get some thoughts on the deadline, react more to this Phillies win, get to the play of the game, and all of that good stuff coming up next here on the final out. Swung on, ripped down the right field line. That's a base hit. And it's going to go all the way to the corner. Stallings doesn't run well. He's making his way into third base. Castellanos having some trouble in the corner. They're sending Stallings. Here's the throw, and he is out at the plate. (laughs) Garrett Stubbs with a catch and tag. Stallings says he's safe. 
We'll see what the replay shows. For the moment, it's still one nothing. Yes, and that is our Mike's Amazing Play of the Game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phils. What a play. And and for a game that ended up being as tight as it was and, and needing to come back and steal a game, like, sure, Castellanos could have still hit a home run, but obviously when it's 1-1 and there's not that pressure of, of trying to tie the game there, I, I, you have no idea how the ninth turns out. So um, the, the fact that they were able to get that relay done, Bryce has thought, you know, with the absolute hose right on the money. And I mentioned this in the last segment, but I, I thought Garrett Stubbs baited uh, Jacob Stallings ended not sliding, and he was trying to play like, ah, we're not going to get you. And then he just kind of, uh, you know, sneak attacked him, and he was able to to, to get it done there. So uh, good defensive fundamentals from the Phils there. Again, the Rob Thompson speech. Now, I know Bryce made a bad play early, and boom. I mean, I, I haven't seen Yuli Gurriel run that fast in forever, so I, I guess I'll give Boehm a little bit of a pass there. But besides that, I mean, it seems like the Thompson – team meeting after the the Sunday game in Pittsburgh, it's paying some dividends here. They look more crisp. They look more locked in. And and being able to steal a game like that on the road and give you a chance to win a a series tomorrow is big. 26th comeback win for the Phils this year. 26th. Um, It shows you the fight in that locker room, and it shows you – uh, kind of, you know, the, the the makeup of this team. Now, the we'll get back to the phones here in one second. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Obviously, and this is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Um, the trade deadline happened today, and on one hand, yeah, I'm definitely disappointed. Um, I thought it was obviously an opportunity to, to add in some fringe pieces, have like a, a Braves 2021 kind of deadline, and they end up really just getting a Josh Harrison replacement and Rodolfo Castro with some upside. You know, I, I like some of the stuff he does, but he's he's more like a Christian Pache kind of project that has some, some cool upside, but I, I don't know how much of a difference maker he's going to be. Uh, hopefully he's better than, than, than Josh Harrison and, and, and Michael Lorenzen. And, uh, you know, Nick mentioned last segment about the six-man rotation. I understand what he's saying from the standpoint of, like, if they get if, they, if this is coming down to the wire, making sure that your best starters are taking them out. I agree. But I think for this time and what makes this circumstance unique is the reality is, you know, August and, and the next up, uh, upcoming series, it's, it's an easy schedule. And if you can use August with the 19 home games and the easier schedule to spread out Nola, Wheeler, whoever you think needs that extra rest, they can always shorten it again if you need those guys to, to, to pitch more and you want your better guys on the mound. Uh, like like Aaron Nola on five days rest has like a, a 318 ERA, I believe. And on five days rest, he's in the fours. Or on four days rest, he's in the fours. So... I, I understand the concern of like, but I think this is only going to be temporary and they can always tighten it up if need be. But I think for the time being, and yes, I know they don't have a, a, a playoff spot locked in right now, but if they can just get these guys some rest and manage their innings and, and just spread it out a little bit, I do think that it can, I, I think it will um, pay dividends here. But I thought the message was very, very clear from Dave Dombrowski and and this Phillies front office, and that was 
you guys got to show up and play, like especially the the stars on offense. And and Noah's a little part of this, but it comes down to the the stars on offense turning this around. There is no one that they were going to acquire today that was going to be any better outside of like a, a Juan Soto trade that was going to be better than than the guys they have at the top of this lineup on paper. If they don't perform, they're not going anywhere anyway. So even if you get an Adam Duvall, and even if you uh, – or, or a, or a T. Oscar Hernandez who strikes out a ton and, and whatever, it doesn't really matter if you get what you've gotten in the last 93 plate appearances from Castellanos. If you don't get some pop from Bryce, uh, if Schwarber doesn't get it going a little bit from the average department, if Turner doesn't turn it around, if JT can't figure out this season – if those guys don't get going, then who cares if Adam Duvall's here? Who cares if some of these pieces are here? It has to be those guys. And and if they get quality play from them, then today doesn't really matter. Like It, it would have been nice to have an extra piece, but if those guys aren't going to be the guys, then it doesn't matter. So am I a little bit disappointed? Sure, but... They've got enough here. Those guys just have to show up or else we know how the season is going to end. 215-592-9494. And the one thing in addition to that, I, I, I'm intrigued with what the 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 outfield defense alignment thing is with, with Rojas, Marsh, Cave, and Pache. We'll, we'll see if when, when Pache comes back what they do. But, I mean, having Marsh in left field, it just it changes a lot, you know. And, and Thompson mentioned at post game how, I guess like metrics wise, when he's in left field, he's one of the best. He's probably the best defensive left fielder in in, in the game. And the 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 eye test bears it out. I mean, he gets on everything. Um, in center field, he misjudges some fly balls, but in the corners, it seems like he can get to everything. He's very comfortable coming in, and it's been it's been a revelation. And, and Rojas in center field, it's 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 awesome when Pache is healthy. And he and he's incredible in center field too. I think Cave's a pretty good defensive player. We obviously saw the catch he made last week, but he also has a hose out there. So the the outfield defense and and just kind of putting some faith in those guys. I don't blame Dave Dombrowski. Like is, is Adam Duvall, Teoscar Hernandez, whoever worth displacing and sending back Johan Rojas and and putting Marsh back in center field every day and and kind of maybe messing up some of the mojo they have right now. I'm not sure it is. So. Uh, on paper, definitely disappointed, but I get it. I, I, I totally get what Dave Dombrowski did today, and I think Lorenzen provides a lot of value from stretching out the rotation, but also it, if he falters a little bit or they have their playoff rotation set and he's not a part of it, I think he can become a weapon out of the bullpen. I really do. I think he's someone that uh, uh, the stuff should, should uptick a little bit in the bullpen, and he has that ability to do both. So, Overall, I, I'm pretty positive on the deadline. I don't think it was a, a terrible day. It's on the stars. It's as simple as that. Dave Dombrowski's putting faith in those guys. And if they don't make the playoffs or they don't go on a run here, I think we'll know who it's mostly on. Uh, Rob is in Winco. What's happening, Rob? Hey, Jack. How you doing tonight? Good, man. What's up? Hey, I uh, just had a quick thought about the Phillies trade with Lorenzen, and I'll make my thought hang up and listen. Um, I know Detroit is obviously selling. Just think we might have gotten a little more from Detroit. You know, Billy Chappell just threw a perfect game against the Yankees. He's been a great trade candidate. Oh, okay. Appreciate the call. 
Uh, Blake is in Jacksonville. What's happening, Blake? Hey, uh, so um, I was just thinking uh, today with the trade deadline being over, uh, you know, there is a right fielder. There's a there's a power bat that plays right field, left field, even plays a little first base. Uh, we love guys named Trey that uh, un- underperformed. What do you feel about uh, Trey Mancini on a waiver wire? I It's not a terrible idea. Um, like He's been a pretty good power guy the last couple years. Um, and if you're just looking for, for a cheap kind of right-handed pop that uh, could put one out of the, the ballpark, I think it's. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Um, and I, I think that, yeah, it, it's something I definitely consider. I, I don't know what they do roster-wise because I think they have to make another choice tomorrow. Um, with, with, with Castro coming up, they have to send someone down. So the, the roster is getting a little bit tight here. But he's definitely a name to watch for. I mean, they didn't they didn't trade any pieces for a right-handed pop. I still think it's a, a need. Like, Castro doesn't really fit that totally. Um, and, and man, see, he's got a guy that's done it for a little bit here. So I, I like that idea, Blake. Yeah, uh, thank you. And I just also wanted to say, um, back a few weeks ago, I, I talked to you when I went to the Phillies game and, uh, against the Padres, the first game of the doubleheader, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, do something. <laughs> you know, when JT gets up and he doesn't hit into a double play, I'm saying do something. Don't do that. And what did I say with Castellanos today? Uh, with Castellanos today, I was like, you know, you have been swinging outside the strike zone forever. Just look in the strike zone. Oh, two. Guess what he does? He hits. A, he, I seriously just need to talk more in, in baseball games. I, I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah, I, I think that's the, the, the key takeaway from the day for sure. What do you got on the trade deadline, Blake? Uh, so the trade deadline, uh, I mean, Rodolfo Castro, he's interesting. I mean, he um, obviously he's a little scatterbrained. Uh, he likes to put his cell phone in his pocket a little I too know, much. I know. Um, I know. Uh, Michael Lorenzen is interesting. Uh, if you ever need a pinch hitter in the 13th inning, which never exists nowadays with the uh, the runner on second, but if you need a pinch hitter in the 13th inning, he, he, can, he can mash. Um, and also he might just be, like, in terms of my own opinion, he might, start a playoff game in terms of his his numbers right now he um in his last three starts he he uh he's pitched seven innings in two of them uh he's got seven strikeouts in two of them he had five in the other uh he's he's really consistent he's been really consistent this year and honestly in terms of numbers he has except for christopher sanchez the best era on the phillies right now yeah and 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 i appreciate the call blake and uh, as always he in the month of July, like post trade deadline, I mean his ERA heading into the the the, the All Star game, which again he was the the, the Tigers representative. I mean his ERA was over four. Post post All Star game, he he has had four starts, and three of them he's had a scoreless outing. His last one he allowed three earned. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what he does. I I just I've watched Michael Lorenzen for a while. I've never been like blown away he's always had pretty good stuff um so yeah but but at the same time like i thought when they got Syndergaard last year he was cooked and i i maybe was i was not a, a fan of watching Noah Syndergaard pitch at all so at least there's there's real upside for lorenzen here and i think it's worth a shot and then dave dombrowski targeted him in the offseason and he's able to get him get him here so i, I think dombrowski has kind of earned our trust um from that standpoint brian is in churchill what's happening brian Hey, what's up, Jack? How you doing? 
Ah, I'm doing great, buddy. The Phils are Phils are playing pretty good baseball right now. Yes, ab- absolutely. And uh, yeah, that uh, that little speech the other night it sounds like it uh, or it seems like it has worked. You know, at least some, at least some. And to your point, the uh, the players have responded and said, "Yeah, we you know we kind of deserved it, and you know we we need to play better," which was true. So yeah, and that's and that's perfectly fine. You know, and and sometimes a manager has to do that kind of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, man, it was such a such a busy day. Oh my gosh! With in, in regards to the game, man, that you're right. That throw from Stott was a thing of beauty. Oh my yeah. gosh! I mean, that was you, could, you know play of the game without a doubt. You know, without a doubt. So and you know, and I, I'm one. I, I, I you know I love Kyle. You know, I I'm one that's on the 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 side of getting annoyed with him being in the leadoff spot. But that was a huge walk, especially after. Um, you know that one pitch was was low and definitely yeah. not a strike. I mean, my gosh! I mean, how do you how do you call that a strike? The ump. Well, they're they're umpires, and I feel like this year more than ever they're just missing those borderline calls. Now, in their defense, like I, I, just get rid of the box on the screen. Like I don't think we'd have as much freakouts if if the box wasn't on the screen. But nevertheless, it, it's not going anywhere. I just for for all the Schwarber you know crap that, that that's out there and people don't like. I'm like he. In the last little stretch here, has really started to put together quality at bats. Like I was getting frustrated when it was like you're swinging first pitch, you're not being competitive. You know, the first pitch home runs are nice, but part of the value of Schwarber was always his pitches seen per plate appearances, along with the walks, along with the home runs. And it's good to see him finally working counts again. And and I think even the biggest Schwarber uh, uh, detractors would admit that. I I completely agree. He's he's definitely been you know hopefully it starts reflecting in his average, mm-hmm. you know soon. But no, I totally agree. His, his at bats have been way better than they they were earlier in the season, without a doubt, without a doubt. So and then uh, you know Bryce obviously you know such a such a, a huge hit without you know and when when uh, Alex struck out it was like oh gosh here we go but man uh, what a huge hit and then of course Cassidy with uh, it was yeah, good to see him. The, the interesting part is that even even Bone worked a really good at bat there. You know what he, I mean? Like, he, like he, no, you're right. You're, you're right. He he actually did have a great at bat. Yes, he did. You're and that's been so refreshing right. in the two hole. Like, given that we've seen Turner there most of the year, and then <laughs> Cassianos before. Like, having a guy that can actually work a count on the two hole rather than when Schwarber swings first pitch and then the this number two hitter swings first pitch, and it's like, oh, <laughs> here's Brad. Like, like think, it, it finally looks normal. The top of the lineup. Agreed. Yeah, because yeah, for a while there, it was it was kind of demoralizing you're like totally. what the heck is going on uh, you know so um but yeah i mean cassie obviously with the with the huge with the huge hit and uh yeah in regards to the, the trade deadline i wasn't honestly expecting a whole lot today and i'm with you you know i think lorenzo's a solid and I, I can't say i know a ton about the guy but i think it's a solid pickup reading about it you know and to, to your point is the big guy's got a hit it's that simple Simple as that, Brian. I appreciate the call. It's as simple as that. I mean, and obviously a sexy move does well on the radio and does well on, on social media and, and gets people fired up, but it's not like everyone who trades their, their biggest assets away wins the World Series every year. Phil's won the World Series in 08, trading for Joe Blanton. They knocked out CeCe Sabathia in the first round. The The Braves in 2021, they make fringe upgrades, and, and they all kind of produce. But for this Phillies team, it's been the most talked about thing heading into the deadline. They're only going to go as far as their stars take them. It's on them. And and if they're not up for it, then it's going to be an early exit 
regardless of who they traded for today. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, we will look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Jody Mack. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. He looks at second, the 0-2. Swung on, hit deep, left field. David Cruz out of room, <laughs> it's gone! Nick Castellanos crushes it to straightaway left. And the Phillies have a ninth inning lead. It's 3-1. to one. On an 0-2 pitch. Castellanos has given the Phillies the lead, and what a swing. That's a playoff call from Scott Fransky for sure. That's a playoff call. Big game Fransky on the call down in Lone Depot Park. Uh, tonight is the Phillies win, and Castellanos... Screw it. I'm making it my player of the game, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at SouthJerseyGas.com slash LoveMyHome. I'm making the player of the game. You know, hopefully this is the positivity that he needs to, to, to get going here and get back on track because if he gets going, like everything's fine. Like, you, like They survived last year with the Cassianos down year because other stars were showing up, but he can't have... 2022 Cassianos and 2023 Trey Turner in the same lineup, uh, both just kind of dragging you down at some points. But like we mentioned last segment, I mean, Bohm needs to stay at the two. Whatever Cassianos can heat up, Turner. Well, maybe if Turner heats up, like heats up, heats up, we could put him back there. But having a, a professional, and not that Cassianos and Turner aren't professional hitters, but having like a guy that'll work account and, and go the opposite way and and just is not striking out all the time. They need that kind of stability at that two spot. And it's just, it's felt more comfortable the last couple, uh, last two nights with Bohm there. And, and hopefully he can stick and just ride this whole thing out. Even though he struck out in the ninth, I thought he worked good at bat. And um, that's, that stuff matters. Like the, the second spot of the lineup, just, it is, it is a, an important, important piece of a lineup. And they, like the two spot was just sinking them. For so much of the year. Welcome on back. It's Jeff Fritz hanging out with you here on the final out, which is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Reacting to a big Phil's win down in Miami, and one that, that frankly they stole, and, and thank God they pulled Sandy Alcantara from that game. Because had he gone out there for the ninth, I'm not sure we we're reacting to a Phil's win tonight. Ryan is in Allentown. What's happening, Ryan? Fritzy, two nights in a row, buddy. Come on. What are we doing here? Well, as soon as I get back in the, in the in the final out chair, you know, it feels like everything kind of calms down. For as important as Bohm is in the two hole, and and Ranger having a pretty good performance tonight, I mean, final out getting back on track is equally as important. Has to be, has to be, dude. I just couldn't believe Robertson didn't just bury a slider four feet off the plate and like Casty wave at it there. Yeah, I mean, it was probably one of the more hung pitches. Like so. It's funny because usually managers lie post game. Like Rob Thompson is coming out and be like, "Yeah, I mean Robertson hung that pitch." I've, I've just never really seen or heard a manager just be like, "Yeah, he hung it." Um, yeah. So I mean, it was. I mean, and thank God he didn't miss it. Yeah, dude, and I'm generally like as negative of a Phillies fan as you are. Like, when <laughs> Hold on, I'm not a negative. I mean, come on, come on. But um, dude, I just had a feeling as soon as Alcantara didn't come out there in the ninth, I was like. Something cool is going to happen here. Something cool is going to happen here. And then, yeah, the most hung pitch ever. And he did not miss it at all. 
No, he, he didn't even come close. And, and yeah. I, I just – I hope it's something he can build off of because if he can, yeah, yeah. then you're – then that's an important – that's essentially a, a trade deadline. Like 11 for his last 93, I believe, Nick Cassianos was. Like that's – that is just dreadful. Yeah, I know. I just – I hope he can ter- like use that, get something going here. Yeah, totally. And I appreciate the call, Ryan. You know what's funny is I just – like I, I'm not. I swear. I like. I am probably the most positive Phillies fan in the world. It's just like the three hours or two hours when a game is on. I that is where the negativity comes out because I just anticipate the wrong thing happening at all times. Um, but yeah, I guess you know. I guess if you look at my Twitter account, it'd be. It's mostly bits, but um, yeah, I guess if you're a new follower, I get it, but. Overall, I'm a pretty positive Phil's fan. I'll say that. I I love this baseball team. It's just like living and dying with every game and being like just <laughs> beside myself when they lose. I guess it can take a toll on you. Paul is in Blue Bell. What's happening, Paul? Hey, Jack. How you doing? Good, man. What do you got? Good. Uh, just two questions for you tonight. So, great game. You know, big fan of Nick Castellanos. I look back, the defense he played last year in the World Series run, making the All-Star game this year. After they played tonight, too, is there a greater Nick in Philadelphia sports history? Or is he not, the best one out there? You not, agree that I can, not that I can think of. I mean, I mean, he came up with big moments in, in big postseason games. I can't think of another Nick that has ever done that. Um, I mean, it, it's – it's a it's a name that we've struggled to to find true success with, and it's good to see we finally have the right Nick in Philadelphia. Thank you. Couldn't agree more. Glad we're on the same side here. But uh, one more question for you tonight. Uh, not yeah. sure if you saw the Iron Pigs game tonight, I, but our boy Scott Kingery came through with a, a big grand slam. Any chance you think they uh, bring him up here uh, after the trade deadline to fill a bench spot? Yeah, it's interesting, Paul, and I appreciate the call. Um Kingery is not on the 40-man, so they'd have to uh, release someone from that to add Kingery to it. But, I mean, he's he's certainly been more interesting this year than in years past. I guess a part of me is is hesitant, obviously, because he's Scott Kingery. But also, I've seen Derek Hall come up from AAA. I've seen Jake Cave come up from AAA. And they just kind of look overmatched. Um, although Cave is looking pretty, you know, is looking better recently. I wouldn't think so, but maybe if Castro proves he can't stick here down the stretch, maybe they would do that. Um, Gene Segura was released. Uh, or he's traded to the Guardians and then going to be released. I I think that would kind of spell the end for Edmundo, but listen, if they bring back Gene Segura, I would not be uh, – I would definitely not be upset. I love Gene Segura, and if he is a, is a bench right-handed bat now, that I, seems like a win. I know he's been brutal, but – it's it's so funny watching the Marlins game so far this year, and and it seems like he's always just over in the Phillies dugout, just or, or you know, conversing with Phillies players, all into it. Um, so yeah, I mean maybe Kingery, he had the the grand slam tonight up in 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 AAA, um, but I think they're going to give Castro a shot there, and it's going to be Castro and Sosa um, down the stretch here. Let's look at it to tomorrow. Uh, Zach Wheeler on the mound versus Braxton Garrett. Real quick on Zach. I I thought he was really good over the weekend in, in Pittsburgh. He would have gotten through that last inning if not for a quick, like, five-minute <laughs> downpour. I think he gets through seven there. He had a one-two count with two outs in the in the, in the the seven, so I think he gets through that. 
stuff just looked like he's jumping again. And he, I thought against the Guardians was his best start of the season, and and he translated that over to, to Pittsburgh. So I feel like especially with the, the Marlins trades, they traded away some offensive pieces. Josh Bell probably in the lineup tomorrow. Um, but I think Zach Wheeler is, is well back on his way to, to – to being the Zach Wheeler that we had seen in the last couple of years for sure. So Zach Wheeler on the mound tomorrow in Miami, a chance to take three or four. And again, for a place that has kind of haunted them, the Phillies slowly, slowly turning the tide down at, at Lone Depot. The, the Christian Pache home run earlier this year. They stole that game tonight. They won last night. I know they lost two of three before the All-Star break, um, but it, it feels like less of a dreading kind of going to Miami and, and more of like, okay, just go down there and don't, uh, you know, don't, don't totally screw this whole thing up. So, again, a chance to take three or four tomorrow uh, heading into the day game on Thursday, which we'll see the debut of Michael Lorenzen. Braxton Garrett opposes Zach Wheeler. He was really good to begin the season, but uh, a 592 ERA in June – uh, however, six shutout versus the Tigers his last time out. So he's been really good this year. Maybe a little blip on the radar. Should be a pretty good matchup um, tomorrow down in Miami. 640 start. Marks and Reese, we will lead you into the game. And then I'll be back for post game, uh, reacting to it all uh, here on the final lap. That's going to do it for me tonight. Jody Mack will continue taking your calls all throughout tonight, reacting to the trade deadline and the comeback win down in Miami. Nick Earnshaw produced the program tonight and did a great, great job as always. That's going to do it for me. It's Jack Fritz tomorrow night, back reacting to hopefully the Phillies taking three and four down in Miami. Have a good rest of your night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.